Uh, this is Colin Edwards. Uh, this is Colin Edwards. It's the morning of September 10th, and I'm standing outside the uh, headquarters of the Black Panther Party on Grove Street in uh, Oakland. And looking at this window, I can see a great gaping hole in the center, in right where uh, a poster of uh, Huey P. Newton sitting in that African chair with... Um, an African spear and a shield in one hand. This window has been hit by, I would say, about a dozen bullets. Uh, where you can see the bullet's entry, there is um, a hole of about about the size of a 50-cent piece. Okay. Mr. Elridge Cleaver, Minister of Defense of the Black Panther. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elridge, what is your reaction to this morning's shooting? Well, I think that... Uh, my reaction would be a normal reaction. It's one of uh, outrage at the type of uh, people that we have on the police department here. This is an example of uh, the type of thing that the Black Panther Party is uh, struggling against. This is not the first time that our office has been shot up. We had an office down on 56th and Grove, a few blocks down, and the police uh, passed by one night and did the same thing, exactly the same thing. And when we told people about that, and we told the press about it, and they tried to pretend that it was a publicity stunt. And uh, if it was not for the fact that we had eyewitnesses to this incident last night, this morning, they would probably say this was another publicity stunt. But it happened that there were people out here, and they saw the policemen doing this. So that uh, what can you say about it except that the Oakland Police Department has demonstrated that they have nothing but contempt for black people. They don't care whether someone sees them do it or not. They just run over people. And what can we do except uh, retaliate against them and use the same type of tactics against them they use against us? Uh, people say that uh, we're a bunch of uh, uh, outrageous people, that we uh, are extremists. But this is the most extreme behavior that you can ever exhibit, uh, particularly from pigs who are supposed to be members of the law enforcement uh, officers and all that. Uh, I can't even talk to you about it because I'm just disgusted about it. And just look at just look at the wall there. Just look at that wall. Look at that. They, they shot holes through the picture of our Minister of Defense, Huey P. Newton. Uh, what is this supposed to mean? They railroaded him through the court. Uh, they convicted him for a manslaughter against the same type of fool pig who came by here last night and did the same thing. So how are we supposed to feel about this? This is another example of why we demand that Huey P. Newton be set free because we know the type of dogs that we're dealing with. We're dealing with racist Gestapo pigs on the Oakland Police Department who have been doing this type of thing all along. This is not the first time they've done this. And uh, it's not just shooting out windows. They go around and intimidate people. They murder people on the streets. And anyone wearing a uniform who would do this type of thing, do you think this is the first time he's ever done something like this? Do you know these two this officers? This is his behavior. I don't need to know them. I know that they're on the Oakland Police Department. The entire Oakland Police Department is out of order. Chief Gaines has suspended these men and uh, arrested them, but just watch and see what he does to them. See if they're sent to the penitentiary as they're trying to send Huey P. Newton. So I'm saying that this is proof positive. Everybody can see it for themselves. We have witnesses to it, not just members of the Black Panther Party, but we have citizens who were out here last night and they saw this. So this is just notification to the community that we have got to get together, get our black army together and drive these dogs out of our community. That's the only thing that's going to solve it. Right on, right on, brother. And, 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 and,
later for the press. Because, you see, you come down here and you take these pictures, you take these damn statements, but what do you do about it? You try to make it sound like it might be confusion, or that we might be lying, but we're not lying about this. We didn't do it. The pigs on the Oakland Police Department did it, and we're not going to have it. We're not going to have it, and we're just going to have to defend ourselves against this. We're going to put a stop to this because we're not going to take it no more. Right, brother. We're going to call upon the entire black community to mobilize itself and get ready to deal with these pigs because it has to be done. That's right. We can't have no more of this. Right. Uh, Mr. Seal? So, could you tell us exactly what happened last night and your when you first heard of it? I don't know exactly what happened last night. When did you first hear of it? This morning on KDIA radio. And what's your what is your personal reaction to this? Our personal reaction is just like I said: the racist dog policeman occupy, racist dog pig policeman, Oakland policeman occupy a community just like a foreign troop occupies territory. To see an action this uh, on the part of them to come up and shoot this office. Uh, is, is erroneous, and I'm saying, like I said before, that if there had been any brothers around here in the Black Panther Party, we'd have just had to defend ourselves, we'd have just had to shoot back at them pigs and drive them away from here, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the Oakland Police Department is wrong, we've circulated a petition to try to remove them and decentralize them, and uh, we're going to go forth to make sure that the police department is out of it, out of this community, that we don't have no more of this bull crap anymore. Why do you think this was done, Bobby? To intimidate, to harass. It's a continuation. Here's a bullet hole right here. This bullet hole here was one of the previous bullet holes. This is not one of the bullet holes that was uh, put in here last night. There were two bullet holes shot in here. And the registered voter sign covers the other one here. For the last time they shot in our window. I can't find it now, but I guess they covered it up. There have been previous incidents like this? There's a previous incident. The first office we had at 56 and Grove, there were shots fired in that and quite a while ago. That was before we even went to uh, Sacramento, California. Uh, so uh, we see what's happening. And uh, like Brother Elders say, like the Panther Party say, we want all the brothers to get together. We want every black man in his, in his home to put a shotgun, a 38, and a pistol in his home. And if he catch any pigs anywhere attacking him or his people to off that pig committing illegal acts against anybody in the black community to off that pig with double O buckshot or 357 magnum what have you because these pigs are only out to try to murder kill and brutalize black people. black people everywhere across the nation you say that you think that this might have been a an effort on the police department's part to precipitate something do you think it will precipitate anything you know what it's going to do it's going to do what the black panther party i hope tells the black community arm yourself from door to door don't run in small group. Don't run in large groups in the community. Run in fours and fives, and be armed. And if any attacks come upon you, use a proper tactic. If any pigs commit any illegal act against you of brutality and murder, wipe that pig out. Does Does the Black Panther Party plan to take any legal action against the police department as a result of this? As Elders already said it, that uh, we have uh, a lawyer here who uh, has some information, and he's been investigating. His name is Alex Hoffman, and here he is right here. Uh, the problem right now is that we understand that Chief Gaines has uh, suspended two police officers, but you always run into a problem when an organization is, or is investigating itself. Obviously, we need to take a great deal more action than having the Oakland Police Department, which did it, uh, which has taken the bullets for its own ballistics tests, conduct its own investigation of itself. Uh, we need the United States Civil Rights Commission. We need court action. 
on this. Uh, there were bullets that went straight through the back wall into the apartments of the people behind, uh, who luckily were not injured. Uh, uh, it shows the irrationality. Uh, it shows that uh, Mayor Redding, who a few days ago said there would be a blow-up, no matter what the verdict was, knew what he was saying. The, he knew there was going to be a blow-up because the police was going to blow up. Uh, and if you, do you live in the neighborhood? If they are so irrational that they shoot through a picture of uh, Huey Newton, then it, can there be any doubt that they'd shoot at him in person if they could? Had there been any threats of any sort uh, recently? They've been patrolling. Uh, there have been threats all over. They've been patrolling as heavily uh, this office and the homes of all the leaders of the Black Panther Party of the Newton family for days and days and days. Uh, yet it's very interesting that last night it took them over an hour to get here after the shooting, and this morning there's hardly been a police car by. This gentleman here who says he's a witness. Yeah, we've been down at the community center, you know, and, uh, since Saturday. It's been a nice down there. I guess they think there's something going on in there, and uh, all these damn trucks running all up in there is all pigs. Saturday night at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning, They've been patrolling down there at the center. Like down there, where this cat's supposed to be painting the next house, he's supposed to be, uh, he's watching the center, see. All of them is plotting. They want to start this shit, see. But uh, they, and plus, uh, Saturday night, they shot in the air. Down at the pig, we seen them. They shot this one? No, I'm not talking oh. about here. We're talking oh. down at the center. Oh, at the center? They shot in the air. Uh -huh. But they want us to come out. I guess they want us to fire out, and then the shit will be on. You that? But we didn't, we kept it cool, you know. So I guess they drove off. And uh, it's about, I say, in that same night, since Saturday to Sunday, I, it was about at least 60 or 70 pigs been riding around there. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Seal mentioned there'd been a previous uh, incident of shooting at uh, Black Panther headquarters. I don't see him around here now. Uh, I wanted to ask him about that. Do you know anything about that one? No. Do um, you want to identify yourself? No. Okay. Thank you. I may have my father already identified <laughs> Yes, I don't. Uh, here is the first of our eyewitnesses to the shooting last night. Uh, who are you, sir? Uh, my name is Cecil Johnson. Mm -hmm. You live in the neighborhood? No, I'm not in this immediate neighborhood. Yes. And uh, what what exactly happened as you saw it? Oh, well, uh... Where were you standing? No, I was driving down the yes. street. And uh, I noticed this police car parked on the corner. But uh, it had a spotlight on and it was turned down. So this made me curious about this car, so I went a block down and made a U-turn and turned it like a street. And uh, when I got into the intersection of 45th and Grove, uh, the police car was directly in front of the office. And uh, I seen uh, the officer open fire on, on the window. They opened the windows, and what did they have? Uh, shotguns, or was it uh, uh, I couldn't see revolvers? the type of automatic. I yes. couldn't see the type of weapon, but it was an automatic weapon. Yes. Uh -huh. And they just uh, shot at the picture of Mr. Newton here, and there was the center picture in this window here. Yes, well, it seemed as though they were taking something different out on Huey because uh, <laughs> they looked like uh, they were trying to take target practice on him. Uh, how many uh, shots uh, did you count, <laughs> or was it too rapid to keep no, counting? I counted six but that was on the first time. Yes. And then I had left to get assistance, and uh, on the second time when they came by, they fired six more shots, so that was 12 shots altogether. And they See, perhaps they, had fired a few more between the two times yeah, you were there? Yeah. See, yes. now, they fired... Uh, twice, the once going down, and then they circled the block and came back and fired again. And uh, it was awful strange because uh, 
Just before the shooting, the police cars were following each other about 30 seconds apart. But when this shooting occurred, uh, it was about 10 minutes before any police car came around here or came down Grove Street. And uh, I told the police officer this was kind of strange since they had a pattern of following each other, you know, 30 seconds apart. But uh, after the shooting, which there was about 150 police in about a 20-block area here, knowing they heard the shots, nobody responded. I mean, uh, this seemed to me like they knew what was going on. Uh, they knew what was going to happen, so uh, we'll just stay off that street for about 10 minutes and then drive by as though we uh, didn't know what happened, you know. There were the police in one car who did the shooting. There weren't two different cars involved. No, it was the same car. Same car, yeah. And there were two officers in the car? Two officers in the one car. One was driving, the other was shooting, was that Yes, it? and uh, they were so bold about it, it was a regular police car. Were there any people around on the pavement that were endangered by this? Uh... Well, I didn't see anybody on this side of the street. There was one brother across the street, directly across the street. Now, uh, at first, he wasn't going to give any evidence because I guess he, he was scared, you know. But uh, he finally uh, told him, you know, what happened. And then there were two other brothers down the street that were hid behind cars, and they uh, witnessed the whole thing again. See, So uh, we have, uh, other than myself, four witnesses three witnesses as to actually what happened. Yes, which way were the cars going when they uh, opened fire? Where was the car going when they took fire? Going this way. Going south on Grove Street. South. On both occasions, during the two shooting incidents, it was going south. No, once north. Oh, I see. The first time going south, the second time going north. Are you yourself a Black Panther or just a brother here? Brother. I see. Thank you very much. Oh, here's Mr. Charles Geary, Mr. Newton's uh, defense attorney. What is the state of the case at the moment? It's now going to appeal. Uh, could you explain the basis of the appeal, Mr. Geary? Oh, no, we're not ready to appeal. We're, uh, we've made a motion for new trial and an arrest of judgment of the verdict of the jury. And, and we're going to argue the case Thursday morning at 9.15. The basis of our appeal is manifold. One of them is the fact that the grand jury that indicted Huey Newton was not a representative in a cross-section of the community, that it's uh, uh, picked by the superior court judges uh, on a personal basis of, of their own relationship with the persons, and it's not a random and a cross-section grand jury. We're going to attack the conviction and the trial based upon many, many bases. One of them being that the atmosphere was such that uh, Huey Newton or any position could not get a fair and impartial trial. We, we attacked the entire jury panel based upon the fact that it was composed of persons from the voters' registration list, uh, uh, not picked on a random basis, but on a wishy-washy, uh, haphazard basis, admittedly by the uh, commissioner of jurors. We also attacked the jury system based upon the fact that from the voters' registration list, the uh, people from the black members from the Oakland ghetto are underrepresented in that that they do not register to vote. They've lost faith in our system. Only some 52% have uh, registered to vote, as 85% with the rest of the Alameda County. Then going into the evidence, the verdict of the jury is inconsistent, and it's not consistent with the uh, 
uh, evidence that is contradictory. Uh, here they... Uh, uh, the basic thing that we're going to hammer away at with the judge is the fact that some of the evidence uh, was not what it was supposed to be in that uh, Greer's statement taken an hour and 38 minutes after the event happened in one paragraph it says that he did see the face of the person involved whereas we found out later while the jury was out the word was not did but didn't the judge, the, judge, the judge corrected that by allowing the corrected the statement to go to the jury, but this was some two days after they had asked to see that statement. And and we found out today from the... They didn't even notice the difference. They, the matter had not been called to their attention. We did not have an opportunity to argue this portion of it. The district attorney made quite a bit out of this, that the fact that this man did see it. <laughs> And, uh, and tried to make out the fact that I was misrepresenting facts to the jury. Uh, this, along with many, many other aspects of this case, are grounds uh, for a new trial. And if the court uh, does not exercise its discretion as a 13 juror uh, to grant us a new trial, we're going to appeal the case to the highest court in the land. My clients use the terminology, the sky is the limit. Uh, Huey Newton says that when it says the sky is limit, we they intend to exercise all of their democratic rights, both politically and and judicially, and that's what they mean by sky is the limit. And we feel that confident in that uh, if the retrial, uh, Huey Newton will be uh, released and found innocent of all charges. And uh, this demonstration here today. Uh, in front of the Panthers headquarters in the little restaurant right next to it where the police have just riddled it. This is a common action on the part of the police when it comes to the black community. And this is the con kind of a conduct that has not been stopped by the power structure. The power structure has not seen fit to see that the police officers understand black history. They do not understand the black people. They are people who come out of racism. Uh, when you have some 60 to 70 percent of your white population as white racist, it's, uh, it's not accidental that out of some 600 police officers, only 20 are black police officers. Black police officers are not permitted to join the organizations that the white or organizations have, the white police organizations have. And the whole subject matter is sickening, and uh, it's, it's a matter that uh, needs immediate changes and overhauling. The whole system is rotten from the very foundation. Uh, what uh, legal action uh, can you initiate uh, with regard to this shoot-up of the Black Panther headquarters, uh, Mr. Gary? Well, I'm going to let... Uh, ordinary law and order take care of it. Mr. Gaines is the chief of police, and until Huey Newton becomes the chief of police here, uh, we're going to let uh, Mr. Gaines take care of these little problems of his bad boys. Uh, Huey Newton today in his press conference offered, uh, if the police department has, that has threatened to resign and quit, 
We heard rumors of that. That may not be true, but rumors have come through. Huey Newton offered to have the Black Panther Party uh, police the entire black uh, uh, neighborhoods and also afford police protection, Black Panther protection to the white community, including Piedmont and the, uh, the hills. And he said he would see that uh, the, the protection that the Black Panthers offer would, would be offered equally to both black and white. Now, for our Los Angeles listeners who may not have followed the case, uh, the, the Newton case, very closely, I'd better, I'd better mention that uh, Greer, the man you mentioned, was a prosecution witness, uh, a bus driver who was said to have witnessed the shooting. Just so we get that clear for the Los Angeles listeners. Greer was uh, discredited and impeached on 16 major items in the course of the trial. His memory became sharper 10 months after the event than it did after the event. I have so much stored up inside of me in this case that it'll probably take me years to unwind. Didn't, didn't uh, Greer disappear mysteriously for a while after the incident? I don't know. Greer is the last thing in the world that I'm interested in. <laughs> Let's go down now to Alameda County Courthouse to talk to Huey P. Newton himself. Well, it's... Uh, about 10.45, September 10th, 1968, and I'm in the holding cell at Alameda County Courthouse with uh, Mr. Huey P. Newton, the leader of the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, who uh, uh, two days ago was uh, found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and the death of one policeman. Uh, w- what do you feel about this verdict, uh, Mr. Newton? First, I would like to say that it's, it's the uh, Black Panther Party. What did I say? Uh, Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. We changed our name uh, oh, some months ago now. Uh, the, the other thing is that um, um, my, my first reaction to the verdict... No, no, I know something else on my mind. Which you, okay. you promised to send me your paper you never did. Which paper was this? The paper yeah. you got? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. my, my first reaction to the uh, verdict was that it was a uh, uh, it was a racist uh, sellout, and that the jury didn't have the uh, guts to to decide the case on its evidentiary uh, merits. Uh, since then, um, certain mitigating uh, intervening variables have occurred, such as uh, I found I've, I have information that the jury did not view all of the evidence. They were not aware of the change in uh, the bus driver Greer's testimony that, uh, and I quote, I uh, did see him clearly and was changed to I did not or I didn't see him clearly. Uh, The jury was not aware of this change, and this is a very crucial uh, uh, part of the case. Um, I think that in spite of all of that, the uh, verdict was a compromised verdict. Uh, I believe that some racists on the jury wanted a, uh, a conviction of first-degree murder, and uh, some fair-minded people on the jury who wanted justice uh, wanted me to be acquitted. Uh, because uh, this is strictly speculation now, that uh, the foreman uh, seemed to be a very strong personality, uh, Mr. Harper. Uh, I think that he engineers the compromise. I think he did it in good faith uh, 
based upon he bases his decision upon the fact that this is a racist society, and uh, in the event of a hung jury, that I might. Uh, uh, be convicted by a racist jury on the next trial of first-degree murder. I think that he took this under consideration and uh, based upon his knowledge of the uh, law and the penal institution, which is probably not uh, uh, very extensive, uh, he probably felt that, well, a manslaughter, he'll be out of jail in a year or, or so, and the trial would take that long. Uh, but I, in fact, this is not true, that uh, manslaughter conviction carries uh, 2 to 15 years, and I'm sure that because of the political nature of the case, that I would do it every, every day of the 15 years. It's happened before. Um, in the Jerry Newsom case, matter of fact, in 1949, right in this county, where Jerry Newsom was uh, convicted of a of uh, robbery murder, uh, where two people were executed in this uh, robbery, and uh, the second count was robbery. He was convicted on both counts. Uh, he finally got a new trial on the uh, on the murder robbery, and uh, he was acquitted. Uh, the uh, conviction on the second count of robbery held, and uh, robbery, armed robbery in the state of California is five to life. And uh, Jerry Newsom, I knew him personally. I know his family. Uh, he was 18 at the time. And um, Jerry Newsom did 15 years in uh, the state penitentiary, where on a robbery you would do on a five to life uh, five years at the most. So uh, the uh, racist community were, were demanding that uh, Jerry Newsom be executed. Um, they still, uh, Coakley, who was a DA at the time, uh, wrote, uh, told, uh, made a press statement that as long as he was DA, Newsom would never get out of prison. And uh, he wrote letters every time Jerry Newsom would go up for uh, parole, and uh, he encouraged the white community to influence the adult authority not to let him out. So. Uh, I'm saying that uh, Mr. Harper uh, made a mistake and that I'm asking the black community to uh, forgive uh, Mr. Harper and the other people on the jury who were operating in good faith and who believed in my innocence. They should have, uh, they owed me the obligation to hang the jury up and, uh, and not to compromise. They owed me this obligation, they owed it to the black community, and they did not uh, fulfill this obligation that they, that they had. But in spite of all of this, they operated in good faith, so I'm asking the community to forgive Mr. Harper and the uh, rest of the fair-minded people on the jury, uh, for they know not what they do. Um, I, I'm also asking the students at uh, Oakland City College uh, to show Mr. Harper that he teaches there next semester as he plans to. Uh, I respect him, and I, I don't believe that he's Uncle Tom or bootlicker. Uh, I believe he's a black uh, man, and uh, he deserves respect because he simply made a mistake. Now, if you do get a new trial, as the appeal is trying to obtain for you, uh, you then would again face the possibility that a new jury might find you guilty of murder. Isn't that the case? No. Well, um, that couldn't happen, I No. Uh, on, on the next trial, they can only convict me of manslaughter. Oh, I I, I've been acquitted uh, on all other charges. So uh, this will be the only charge that I'm facing. Um, we feel that that uh, the, the judge uh, has an obligation in this case also. The judge is the 13th juror, and uh, we might not have to appeal if the judge gives us justice. He has the power to uh, set aside the uh, verdict and order a new trial. Yes. 
Now, one thing that has impressed the reporters who've been covering this case is your amazing calm and presence during this whole trial. Uh, this, I gather, is due to your confidence of an innocent verdict, but uh, is, does it also have something to do with your feeling that uh, this it being a political case, that this sets the, you as, as part of the case uh, sort of above the, not the trivialities of law, but of a, of a criminal case, but it sets it above and beyond it? Uh, yes, as the saying goes, uh, like a tree uh, by the still waters, I shall not be moved. And uh, in spite of the uh, treachery of the establishment, uh, it cannot move the people. The people are an invincible force that will overcome, and that uh, I've been very uh, relaxed because I know that uh, we have the people behind us, we know that we have the people behind us, and that the, the people will uh, defeat the reactionary uh, establishment that is like a colossal giant uh, because they're divorced from the people. They look vicious, but uh, in the final analysis, uh, they're not vicious at all. What kind of... Uh, if you, have you been receiving mail from outside, some reaction from uh, sort of the broad public uh, beyond the uh, realm of the Panthers and your personal friends? Have you uh, been able to receive mail? Uh, yes, I've received mail. They hold up my mail, my newspapers. I haven't received a newspaper in four days. Uh, I'll probably get them today. Um... Sometimes, some letters I don't get at all. People have notified me through visiting that they sent letters and I didn't receive them. Um, but uh, all the letters that I received, not all, 99% uh, of the letters I received have been uh, very encouraging. I received letters from racists uh, threatening my life. And uh, I think this is uh, a very, uh, uh, it only reflects the nature of this institution that I'm housed at the present time. Uh, I always get those letters right on time. I receive telegrams, uh, favorable telegrams, uh, as much as two weeks later after the telegram is uh, mailed to me. Uh, but the telegrams threatening my life I receive the same day, I believe the same minute that they're delivered here. And uh, the police, uh, I think, enjoy uh, giving me these type of telegrams. From how far afield do these uh, letters and telegrams come? <clears throat> I've got uh, uh, letters and uh, uh, telegrams from all over the country and uh, some, uh, uh, some letters from abroad and uh, a couple of telegrams from abroad. Now, you've heard, I suppose, the news this morning of the, uh, the shooting by, uh, allegedly by two policemen into the Black Panther headquarters. Uh, yes, it's a fact that the police did shoot into the office. The, uh, three police have been uh, suspended temporarily. Two, I think, isn't it? Two. Yeah. Yes, excuse me. Two policemen have been uh, suspended temporarily, and uh, uh, I expected or anticipated uh, the police to, to uh, react in a violent fashion and disturb the peace as they usually do. Um, I don't think this was any uh, change in their modus operandi. It's only, uh, it was strictly in conformity to their previous action. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, stri strictly, a, uh, the Mayor Redding uh, uh, stated on TV before the trial and during the trial that there would be an eruption uh, no matter how the verdict came out. And uh, I was wondering how he got this information because I had notified and admonished the Black Panther Party in particular and the black community in general uh, not to respond in any violent fashion. But I, 
I've concluded that the reason that he knew there would be a violent eruption because he had notified his police uh, and uh, Chief Gaines to inflict uh, violence on our community. So I'm charging uh, uh, or renewing the charge on Mayor Redding and Chief Gaines as being rebel rousers and uh, anarchists who uh, believe in disturbing the peace and they have no uh, they have no respect for just order. We would like to see justice, law, and order prevail. You'd like the black community on the whole to maintain its cool when, while this appeal is being heard, I take it. I've ordered the, the uh, Black Panther Party to evacuate all headquarters. Uh, that's why no one was harmed uh, at the headquarters, because I had given the order to evacuate the headquarters throughout the country. Did you do uh, that before the verdict? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I had admonished the uh, Black Panther Party not to respond in any violent fashion, but use self-defense. Now, self-defense is... Uh, is uh, a number of tactics as you can use in self-defense. In this instance, our self-defense was a hasty, with a strategic withdrawal uh, from the headquarters, and therefore defending, uh, thereby defending ourselves. Now, um, is this a total evacuation? I mean, during the daytime, the people there, no, I take it. To the day, there's no oh, one at the just today for night. this because of this incident today. Then I see. Pardon me. Before, uh, uh, I ordered I ordered this uh, uh, approximately two three weeks ago oh, I that the, the uh, at least two weeks ago that the uh, headquarters will be evacuated uh, throughout the uh, uh, community throughout the country and uh, I also warned the community or admonished them uh, not to uh, respond in any violent fashion uh, because. Uh, the mayor used a strategy of trying to uh, arouse the younger people in the community. The young are always the warriors. Uh, the teenage uh, group, uh, sometimes they respond emotionally, and I think that uh, um, Mayor Redding was attempting to provoke this response. That's but, in the uh, black community you're talking about. Uh, the he black was trying to arouse the youngsters of the black community, was he, in your... Uh, and also, uh, as you very well know, that the police have made a vicious attack upon the white community in Berkeley. And uh, But this particular statement that he made was pointed at the black community. And... Uh, so we, we, we're saying still willing to negotiate. I've uh, asked uh, uh, Chief Gaines and the mayor and all other public officials uh, for a uh, – I invited them uh, to have conversation or uh, to the conference table so that we could have a peaceful solution to the problem and uh, negotiate and solve the problem in a, a peaceful manner. Uh, we feel that, uh, that the black people must control the destiny of their community. They must have exclusive control of the institutions in our community. We also say that the white community uh, or the people in the white community should have control of those institutions. The people have no control at all. There's a small circle of gangsters uh, who uh, are the ruling class, and they call themselves the establishment, and they control the lives of all of us. The people are uh, both black and white are beginning to realize this uh, daily, and this is why there's no such thing existing in America now, uh, such as a race riot. Uh, all resistances and all rebellions are against the reactionary authorities in our community. So it's no longer a, a race issue. It, no. uh, never, well, it, it was tending to be in some quarters at one stage, perhaps, yeah. but... Uh, that, that only showed the propaganda of the establishment. The, prop, the uh, establishment had propagandized all of the people, and uh, in order for it to stay uh, in position that it's in or maintain its status, it had the people fighting against each other. But now the people have pulled the cloak 
or the, the uh, facade away from the establishment and now they see the hypocrisy of the establishment and the people are resisting against the ruling authority in the country which is uh, a reactionary body and uh, the only reason that it had race overtones years ago is because uh, uh, the, the establishment was successful in uh, uh, misguiding, lying, and uh, having the people operate on a, a various uh, a principle, and that is that uh, the fight is uh, uh, between the color of skins and not the owner of the means of production. Now, since you were indicted and brought to trial, uh, I've seen the growth of the Black Panther Party throughout the United States. Uh, could you give us an idea of, uh, of this development? Uh, I feel that that uh, it's essential for the vanguard of the people to integrate theory with practice. The people will not follow any leadership that only spouts off uh, abstract theories, uh, nor will they follow a nihilistic type of uh, leadership that uh, believes in action without uh, theory or without philosophy. Uh, the Black Panther Party was successful in integrating theory and practice, or uh, as uh, the Minister of Information says in Soul on Ice, the integration of the mind and body. The mind as the action tool and the body as the, uh, uh, the mind the mind as the theoretician and the body as the uh, as the activity and these things have been successfully integrated within our uh, complex whole of our philosophy and of our program and this is why that uh, that uh, that the uh, membership is growing and more than the membership we're not too concerned at this point with membership we're concerned with affecting the minds of the people and uh, in a in a positive manner uh, we're interested in uh, the community internalizing the philosophy of the Black Panther Party and whether they're a Panther or not, as long as they follow the principles, uh, we will uh, get some justice in this country. The, uh, there's some information that the Oakland police are going... Uh, temporarily um, dismissed or suspended from the force and uh, the Black Panther Party would like to notify the community, the bo both the black and the white community, that we're at their service, that we will maintain law and order uh, in both the black and white community if uh, this is asked of us. We will maintain a law and order in our community, in the black community, and we would like to, we would like to notify the white community that we're at their service because we're dedicated to peace and tranquility uh, among the people. Had you uh, heard or read that uh, some reporters had been told privately by some policemen that they were prepared to kill you if you were acquitted? Um, well, uh, I'm, uh, I anticipated that anyway. I'm not surprised to hear. This is the first time I've heard it, uh, but I was sure that uh, there would be a plot uh, for my life as, as there has been for the last two years. Uh, they've been unsuccessful in killing me for the last two years simply because the people have protected me. And uh, the people, as I said before, are an invincible force, and I'll, be, I'll feel quite secure in, 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 the, in the community uh, uh, simply because the people, will, uh, the people take care of the, of the uh, inhabitants of the community. So I'm not afraid of the police after I get out of prison. That uh, I'm afraid of the police now that I'm in jail, 
because uh, I'm in a den of uh, wolves and uh, I have no uh, security whatsoever. I don't view it as security. You don't have a food taster. <laughs> right. Now, as a, a leader of a party that is organized on a national basis, uh, would you like to take this opportunity to express some opinions on some of the recent uh, developments in the national political scene? Uh, the uh, selection of Mr. Nixon and Mr. Humphrey? Uh, I think it can be. <coughs> Uh, anyway, I, uh, as far as as far as the uh, the uh, national election of uh, Mr. Uh, Humphrey and uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Nixon, I, I think that's not really an alternative. Uh, uh, the other day, I was speaking with uh, with uh, a news reporter from one of the underground papers, and uh, and. Uh, he had a uh, article that he wanted to write, and he said that, uh, that people have no real alternative. Either they will be uh, humped by uh, Hubert, uh, dicked by Nixon, or uh, or uh, some other phrase. Anyway, that uh, th th this is the state of affairs. That uh, there's no real uh, alternative. That uh, they're establishment people, and they're both uh, only to maintain the status quo of the establishment. The only uh, alternative that the people have is uh, Minister of Information Eldridge Cleaver for president. That would be a real alternative because they would have a revolutionary uh, who wants some uh, drastic changes in the uh, political structure of the country and the economical structure. Uh, this is about the only alternative that uh, we have in the country. But as far as the election that I've read, I've uh, read the papers on it, uh, it, it's not even exciting because it's, it's, uh, it's only the thing that's been happening for 400 years in the country, and uh, it's, not, uh, it's not impressive at all. Yes, well, Mr. Gregory is also on the scene as another alternative. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Gregory is an honorable man. Uh, he's a comedian, and I think that's his best game. Uh, Eldridge Cleaver is about the only real serious alternative. Um, did you feel any better about, uh, even in, relatively speaking, and uh, to whatever small degree, ab about McCarthy uh, uh, relative to uh, Nixon or Humphrey? Um, what, what is the question again? Did you feel? Would you, would, you have, would you have felt any better at all, even if only relatively so, about Mr. McCarthy? I didn't know exactly where uh, McCarthy was at, and I don't think he did either. Uh, many statements that he made uh, were very good statements as far as him following those principles. Uh, only empirical evidence could show. Uh, the reason I say that I don't know where, I don't think he knew either the fact that he was running on a, in the Democratic Party and he knew that he would have to come to terms with the, uh, his uh, constituents uh, in the Democratic Party. And that's a very strong machinery. No one man could really uh, do much to alter that. Um, as far as, uh, sorry. as far as, uh, as far as, uh, dealing with them that, uh, McCarthy, uh, could not deal with it. And I think that he, he's intelligent enough to know that, and then, uh, I would conclude that then he must be trying to pull something on the people. Uh, as far as the statements that he made, the things that he stood for, that, uh, uh, I can't find any criticism of, of those uh, philosophies. 
but it seems to be uh, somewhat uh, 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 paradoxical. I, I didn't understand him, and I don't think he understood himself. Well, now, you're standing uh, for Congress in the 7th Congressional District. Uh, what are your uh, positions, if you'd like to explain them, on some of the main issues? For instance, the Vietnam War seems to be one of the crucial uh, issues in this campaign. Uh, I, I would say that, uh, the, the, uh, that, of course, the war to end, there should be all troops, uh, even without negotiation, a withdrawal, withdrawal of troops from uh, Vietnam uh, so that uh, the people can determine their destiny. And uh, as far as uh, on the uh, national scene, that uh, I would like for the people to uh, share in the wealth. I would like for the people to control the means of production by putting, appointing, or electing their representatives to control the industrial complex. Uh, there are 75 million workers in this country. 85% uh, work in 11.5 million privately owned uh, enterprises. And uh, they're wage slaves. Uh, the uh, profits go to the small ruling class. Uh, they the, the worker has no control, really, over uh, of the conditions of work, nor does he have control over the wealth that he's producing by his labor. So I would like for every ethnic group to be represented uh, in a ministry of industry. I would like for that, uh, that every ethnic group be represented on a uh, on the national political level, that I think that one of the, the one of the uh, essential uh, fundamental things wrong with the American Constitution is that it doesn't respect any group, uh, even though a group is controlling the country. The white Anglo-Saxon Protestant group is controlling the wealth of the country, uh, but yet the Constitution doesn't provide any redress of grievances of, of national ethnic groups. So uh, therefore, the the Constitution is lacking. Uh, as far as uh, freedom and justice for the people because there are, the America, everyone admits, is a nation of nations of many ethnic groups. I would like to have the Indians uh, represented on a national level uh, in spite of uh, their percentage, their small percentage in number. They have a right of redress of grievances. They have a right to determine the destiny of their uh, community. So I would like for every ethnic group, the blacks should have uh, representatives in all on all national levels that they should have exclusively we should have exclusive control of the local institution in the community on a cooperative level economically and that uh, the wealth would then be distributed to the many ethnic groups throughout the country on a cooperative basis um, so I think that each ethnic group should control its local community on a national level all ethnic groups should be represented in whole offices and the Constitution should be changed so that groups will have rights. Now, this suggests, uh, this uh, idea of representatives, representation for different ethnic groups, that you'd have a, a sort of reservation of a number of seats, for instance, in the Congress and the state uh, assemblies, yeah. uh, reserved for different ethnic groups, as you have in countries uh, going from a state of uh, pure colonialism to semi-colonialism to independence. This is what they did in yeah. the constitutions in these countries. Yeah. And you, you, you'd like to see something like this, a certain number of seats reserved for different ethnic ethnic groups in Congress and the yes. state Senate. Uh, not only that, I think that the basic Constitution should be changed so that this right will be reflected in the Constitution. And I think this is the only way that uh, people will have a right 
uh, to determine their destiny. This is the only way that cultural exploitation will stop, and this is the only way that economical exploitation will stop. You want to take the proportional representation a step further and have proportional representation culture-wise. Yes. Cultural yes. I, I think that uh, the, uh, the black people uh, in particular have been robbed of the cultural heritage, not only in the sense that uh, it was made impossible for us to perpetuate a, a new culture based around slavery. Now, the art form and the music and the, uh, the, the art, the theater, the art generally that was uh, developed after uh, slavery, the African with the American American slave experience, uh, it was denied that we had a culture. And uh, they said we were culturally deprived. And at the same time they said we were culturally deprived, they culturally exploited us by using our music, selling it to the world, not only uh, selling it uh, back to us in our country, but selling it to the world for a profit. And they've, they've, uh, they've uh, <clears throat> devastated our theater. Uh, they've uh, uh, when radio came out, uh, we were quickly excluded uh, from the radio uh, 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 companies, and uh, whites would play our music and uh, make the records, and thereby become wealthy by it. And this was an Andy. Yeah, right. So, so, so th th this is this is uh, cultural exploitation. It happens locally. It happens internationally on an in international level. That I would demand that America stop exploiting people culturally and economically. Uh, one of the ways to enslave a people is to go into the country, control uh, the means of production, uh, draw out the raw materials, and to in order to keep your status, uh, attempt to uh, to uh, divorce the people from their culture, so the people then will praise the exploiter. And uh, this is only a, met uh, a method of conquering a people. Uh, this would have to come to an end. Now, may I ask you about this uh, sort of reserved representation for uh, ethnic groups? Uh, people voting for, uh, for candidates of, for the black seats in, in Congress, for instance, would they also participate in voting for, for, the, uh, for seats in the, representing the white, or would it be split up along these lines? People on, a, on a national level? Um, well, well, I'll start from, from a local level. As far as the, uh, the community, the ethnic groups who occupy uh, the communities, the, uh, this ethnic group should exclusively control their local institutions. And this doesn't mean exclude other people coming into uh, the community to uh, enjoy the public facilities. It would be very similar to a, uh, a person, say a Westerner, going to China. Uh, he goes to China, he's not excluded from the hotels or the restaurants, but the uh, the the country has the ethos of a cult of a Chinese heritage, uh, and it will be very similar to the people in this country going from community to community. Uh, the community will reflect the cultural heritage of the people. Uh, on a state level, uh, that on issues or or statewide uh, offices or. Or government agencies, then all the people will participate in uh, an election. But it will simply be uh, uh, arranged so that uh, the ethnic groups will be represented there in spite of the number of votes. And uh, I haven't worked this out in detail uh, because we have to lay some foundation first on a local level. And I have worked this out, how this could work. And uh, we will uh, solve... Uh, First things first, and now we're attempting to uh, control our communities. 
What about international issues? Um, Do you want to comment on any of those? Uh, I mean, apart from Vietnam, which you've talked about, uh, America's involvement militarily abroad, you know, the bases yes, around uh, the world, there are more than 3,000 uh, bases, military bases now. Yes, uh, <coughs> America should withdraw uh, all of, uh, from all uh, countries, uh, that they should, uh, these countries should kick them out as far as the bases. America should stop sabotaging and attacking Latin America. Uh, we still, America still has tr has troops have troops in uh, in uh, Dominican Republic, as I understand it, and throughout Southeast Asia, and or else they're aiding and they have uh, bases there, and that uh, they they must withdraw because they're only uh, there not for any self defense. They're there to determine the destiny of other people, especially people of color. Do you have any feel, uh, comments about recent developments in Europe, and especially in Prague? Uh, I don't understand uh, the, the, the whole situation of uh, Czechoslovakia and the Soviet Union. I, w I would withhold any comment until I get more information. I'm, I'm not, I haven't received uh, newspapers uh, uh, regularly, and I don't know the full detail. But. Uh, I, I, would like, I would withhold any opinion until I get more information. How is your health holding up, Mr. Newton? It is fine. Fine. Okay. What are your quarters like, Mr. Newton? Uh, I'm uh, kept in a uh, solitary confinement cell. It's uh, six and a half by four and a half. And uh, it's a solid uh, steel room with a uh, uh, cement floor. Uh, there are no windows uh, whatsoever. There's an opening in, in the steel door about a foot square, uh, a cubby hole that is open. Uh, the room is very hot and stuffy. Most of the time I'm nude because, uh, all of the time, matter of fact, because it's, it's, it's extremely warm in the room. And I'm never out for exercise other than going to court or uh, coming down for a uh, news interview or uh, talking to my attorney. Uh, do you have a bed, a bunk? Yes, I have a bunk, a toilet, and a wa wash basin. Excuse me. Are you, you allowed books to read? They uh, admit some books. For the last ten months, uh, they wouldn't admit any books. They would hold up the books that they would okay for sometimes a month and a half. And uh, my attorney, Mr. Gary, would uh, uh, ha has had to put much pressure in order to me to, uh, in order for me to get books. Thank you, Mr. Newton.